When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Manila La Trees Royale I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight Giving everything you got Trying to make it to the top Never ever gonna stop Even if you get the chop Chop, chop, chop Girl, you got the chop. Don't be a bitter, bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Where we give the weekly... Re- re- um, where we give the... Re- Why can't say weekly? That's so <laughs> horrible. Where we give the weekly recap and rundown of Canada's Dragways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Keep these from the blooper reel, okay? Here we go. We're gonna try that again. <laughs> Where we give you the weekly recap and rundown of Canada's drag race. Who's on top and who and who gets will give the chop. The chop. Wow. So Latrice, let's chop, 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 chop it up. Let's chop it up, girl. You watched, you saw, you heard, you learned. Um, I, I'm still loving. Um, I've, I feel like I'm like now, um, know so much more about Canada. Um, so last week we met the twelve dolls of Canada's Drag Race. Our three judges. We had a mini challenge where they did a photo shoot on a mountaintop with a blizzard. Um, and then we did the, the, you know, the dreaded first challenge of the sewing you know whatever we had rita baga who won um lemon and juice box were in the bottom unfortunately juice box had to go home i want to thank our listeners for um you know contributing their knowledge of canadian history to us i got lots of messages very sweet messages i might say they were very um uh informational informative and um and sweet, like the tone. They were not offended. Uh, you know, uh, we. Oh, oh need- okay. So you got the nice ones. I had the the Canadian listeners who were appalled that we somehow were not taught Canadian history in our uh, in our. Our, our upbringing, unfortunately, oh. we don't even get taught American history. That part. Where so we're, we're from. We're, so The struggle is real, darling, so don't be offended. <laughs> Besides, it's all in good fun, and we're like, we really have nothing but the utmost respect for all the queens, and of course, our uh, sister country, Canada. Um, and, um, you know, it, it was fun just to see us, like, struggle and not know, <laughs> and come up with the most ridiculous... Um, scenarios of what these things were inspired by but knowing now um i have a full 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 understanding and i get it now it, it was but it's still fun it was still fun uh with our ridiculous guesses so we love you canada <laughs> well i think i think it's great because you know honestly like you know this is this is a, a completely new show it's very uh, it's full of canadian pride and so as a viewer um you know when I first started watching Drag Race, it, it was a lot of lessons in the art of drag. But now I feel like we're getting a lot of lessons in just Canada in general. So I feel like this is a quite educational program. Um, but we I want to few... thank uh, a few of our, yes. our listeners because they were able to email us and or, or write comments. And they were able to tell us things that we didn't know. Like, uh, like uh, Jacques Bibit uh, told us that... In fact, Canadians don't have to pay taxes on any prize money they win on game shows. So uh, whoever wins this season will get a full $100,000. And I am without taxes. So here for that. Can we uh, go get a, a membership? I mean, a membership, <laughs> a citizenship. citizenship. Will y'all take me, please? I want all my coin, honey. 
Um, well, unfortunately, Canada has uh, uh, strictly shut down its borders. They've built their own wall uh, to keep us uh, COVID American uh, out of here. Uh, COVID Americans away from their beautiful country. So as far as we're gonna get is we're gonna get uh, uh, messages from from like. Karen Seeley, who told us that, you know, some of the references, she says, references, I'm I'm butchering it still, which is, but it's a, it was referencing a cottage country where, you know, people like to go and get away from the city, you know, places that we aren't booked when we go to Canada. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) um, so I want to, I want to thank all of our, our, our listeners for, informing us uh, a, a lot of our listeners have offered to be our canadian liaisons or ambassadors to to give us the whole rundown on what's going on with everyone in uh canada so uh, if you if you have any information about how about canada to correct how we are butchering your great lands uh history <laughs> please feel free to email us um at latrice and manila at gmail.com Woo woo, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think that's great because uh, you know I'm I'm always up for learning new things. Absolutely, you know? and we'll and we'll read the email on, on the top of the show, enlightening all of us on Canada's knowledge and references, and 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 you know we'll 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 keep it all going. Because um, y'all y'all to our Canadian fans out there. Um, we are, we apologize. We don't know what we're talking about. I don't know why you're listening to us, expecting us to be some kind of authority on Canadian culture. But, <laughs> but uh, we will. We do definitely uh, want to. We have lots of listeners around the world who also don't know diddly squat. So, you know, it's educational for us all. For, so for us all, so and it's a time for growth. So I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. And um, yeah. Here's to growth. I'm going to drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheer, cheers. Cheers. Yes. Oh, Canada. Now, this is a podcast, so you get to listen to our sultry, sexy voices. But if you want to see how gorgeous we look, y'all, check out the Forever Dog YouTube channel, and you can watch us uh, in drag doing our podcast. Because we're committed like that. Committed. Committed. Like crazy people. We should be. We committed. got nothing else to do, so we're just getting up in drags for our own entertainment, for your entertainment. Thank you guys so much for listening and for watching. So let's talk about no. this episode, Latrice. Yes. Uh, there's a lipstick message. Hey, cunt. From season one. I love you all so much. Lots of love, sisters. XOXO. Juice box. I, I love this. It's so sweet. I, I, I feel like. Even when you go on this show, like even if you're there for just the one episode, you are able to have an experience that no one else in the whole world, except for those 12 other people, will be able to understand. Absolutely. So it's nice to see that the sisterhood has already formed, has already congealed. Um, and um, I'm I'm excited that Juicebox is, you know, she's going to be uh, legendary now as the first queen ever to be kicked off Canadian, Canadian drag race. Pork chop work. The pork chop the of Canada. The pork chop of Canada. I love it. Yes. Have some, please. But the queens are, you know, they're certainly re- they're, they're realizing that it's truly anyone's game. I mean, it's early. So, yeah, of course, it's anyone's game. You know, there's still 11 of you bitches left. So, you know, who know who, who's, who will go home next, you know? Yeah, and um, stakes are high now because once you have the first queen eliminated, it becomes cemented in everyone like, oh, heck yeah, this is a competition. And yeah, I, I, I can't afford to have one little slip up because, bitch, you're going to go home otherwise. Right. So we have the video message from RuPaul herself. You got... Uh, no, it's, no. Uh, you already done done done. Hey, I did a disease. So, um... RuPaul makes a reference to, oh, she's like, paging Dr. Penfeld, paging Dr. Penfeld. No, none of the queens knew what that was. But because, you know, uh, now now we are we are expected to be authorities on uh, things, we actually looked this up. Dr. Penfeld was a doctor that worked um, on seizure patients and discovered that people smell burnt toast before they have a seizure. That is really interesting like 
burnt toast that's so specific <laughs> you know what i mean i know like before humankind <laughs> invented toast what did they smell <laughs> when they had a stroke I, I don't know that's crazy so um I'm not sure, but I think that's really cool. So I'm assuming Dr. Penfield is a Canadian doctor, and uh, the whole world is is is, owes owes his discovery um, some merits. So applause to Dr. Penfield. Applause, Dr. Penfield. Then Brooke comes into Um, the workroom. Ooh, yes. And so looking like a snack as usual. So does the pit crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they bring out a ballet bar. And which I, I really love because I love when they have these like little like mini challenges where they, they make the girls dance. Right. Uh, because <laughs> Brooklyn is a classically Hello. trained classically. ballet dancer. Um, we, instead of just the, the usual cartwheels and whatever RuPaul makes the girls do, um, we got to see everyone put on their tutus and have a good gay old time, you know, at the, at the ballet. At the ballet. And they're auditioning <laughs> for the principal role of uh, ballet da- drag ballet, the nut smacker. <laughs> Get those nuts away from my face! Now you know I had I had to do it. I had to. Come on, nuts! <laughs> <laughs> I really love it because when uh, Brooklyn, now, I know she's sweet, but like she is establishing really quickly that she is not one to be messed with. So she's do like not. chasing after the girls, like ready, set, run. And Run. chasing them across the workroom and telling these bitches to get into their quick drag real fast. So, um, what do you think of of these girls' little ballet performances, Latrice? I mean, Anastasia really turns the party and, and uh, puts on the show. She really does. Um, Girl, she had her whole black swan uh, <laughs> moment. She had like she's doing Shanae turns and pirouettes. I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and I liked I liked Lemon because she had that stupid Bjork uh, swan outfit. <laughs> what about Boa dressed as a little girl? Uh, that was feels. hilarious because, like, honestly, it, it brought me back to when my 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 mother uh, put me in dance class when I was very young because she was like, I need this kid to like get his energy out. He's not really into sports, so let me put him in a dance class. And literally, uh, that was me. When I was in dance class, when I was a little kid, I love when she fell to the floor and started doing the worm. Uh, right, because them cartwheels were like they needed a cart girl to get her over. <laughs> a wheelbarrow girl. A wheelbarrow, honey. Stop, honey. Ferris wheel. <laughs> so the winners are Boa and Anastasia. They win the mini challenge, yes. and a girl they got a one thousand dollar gift certificates to Wigs and Grace. I mean, that is going to be like three whole wigs. <laughs> After you convert it from Canadian I to American mean, dollars, yeah, I mean maybe, but three whole okay, baby, they're gonna be styled, and shellacked, and lovely, and quaffed it, honey. Welcome to the Wigs and Grace family, honey. Every queen has um, one. Should well, have one. I mean, it, it's actually cheaper if you just buy the wigs directly from her without having her style it. You know, so she might actually, they might be actually be able to get a, a few, oh, like uh, lots a full, of wigs, like, actually. Because oh. she gets yeah, because, special like, colors. I think, I think her wigs are reasonably priced around, like, $100, like, in general. So, like, you could probably get, like, eight or nine wigs out of that. So, yeah. I think that's well, pretty cool. work. Shopping <laughs> spree. Shopping spree. Get these girls some wigs, honey. <laughs> Uh, so the maxi challenge, the queens will be overacting in a two totally twisted heritage moment inspired by the iconic heritage minutes. Um, okay. So because uh, we didn't have any clue about like Muska or, uh, or uh, you know, Anne of Green Gables, um, I actually looked this up. And oh. this is actually kind of cool. So I, I apparently... Um, in Canada, they have like these like little one minute um, his- like segments on TV that they play during like commercial breaks or whatever. It's like the the more you know, it's like that for Canadian history. And they go all out. They have like fully period costumes. They like do a, do a reenactment and they just give you a little slice of of Canadian history. And so I was I was watching some of these on YouTube, and I actually watched the one with Doctor. Um, Penfield. Oh. Where he like discovers the you know the seizure and it's it's 
it's really weird. They have, I don't know, they have like French Canadian accents and this lady is like on a table and there's like a little like brain and he's like poking and he's like, ooh, if I poke here, what does it feel like? That's not a Canadian accent. And she's like, oh, did you spill water in my hand? And he's like, oh no. And he puts, he puts, and she's like, I smell toast. I smell toast. And it was, it's, it was pretty cute. <laughs> so they play these things. And they also, I watched, uh, I watched one on YouTube where they talk about you know, how in the late 1800s, they sent Chinese migrant workers into mines to set off explosives. And, and the poor Chinese uh, immigrants would explode in these mines. What? Uh, yes, girl. And I also watched another one where they we talked about um, an African community or a, a black, I guess, an African Canadian black community in Canada in Halifax, where in the 60s, 70s, they like full on overnight bulldozed their entire uh, community down. Crazy. So they could build factories. That is yeah. crazy. Uh, so they they don't just celebrate. Uh, the positive things, I give it up for the Canadians because unlike here in America, they actually full on address like the, the issues the, and the, the, the terrible things that happened in yeah. Canadian history, like sending poor uh, Chinese immigrants into mines and having them blow up and bulldozing entire black community down in the in the in the early seventies, uh, which it was it's kind of it's kind of like Jesus, but yeah. then also like okay, I applaud them for actually like educating their community uh, educating their country about the things that they've done it wrong in the past so that they can move past this instead so, of trying to erase it hello instead of just yeah instead of just like sweeping, sweeping it, it under, under the, the carpet you know we're good happen. at that we're good at that yeah, we're good we, we do that here in the states so uh and they do that in other countries too so i mean yeah. give it up for canada go canada i'm clapping for you mm-hmm. so they have the maxi challenge they have two teams team boa team anastasia um, uh, Team Boas, Priyanka, Kine, Scarlett, J- uh, Jimbo, and Alona. Um, and then Team Anastasia. Who was, who was picked last? Picked last. <laughs> Just so that's, you know. That's the worst feeling, guys. It is horrible it's, feeling. Like, I don't know it. But, but I, I, know I, liked how, I liked how they're like, oh, you're the last one, so you get to pick which team you want to be on. Girl, as opposed to, oh, you're stuck with, yeah, you're you're stuck stuck with, with this girl. girl. Yeah, um, which is cute. Um, then you had Team Anastasia, Tainomi, Rita, uh, Baga, Kiara, and Lemon. So I, I think it's cute. They like, you know, they obviously like took like these historic things, like these uh, things in uh, Canadian uh, history and culture, and then they kind of dragified it up. We'll get to more of the challenges right after this break. is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is, this is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors' fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved 
and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like You have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama, okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag, drag for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. And we're back. To the top with Manila and the tree. So we're discussing the walkthroughs. Um, Boa, poor baby, ADHD, IGHTV, all of those things, honey. IBS, uh, all of the things. <laughs> um, okay, I, I'll say this. I said this once before. I'll say it again. Winning a mini challenge just puts a target on your back. So here's here's Boa, team captain. And um, as much as I love the team that she picked, all of a sudden we're seeing that she's having some difficulties in her own challenge. And, you know, like, she's having a hard time even reading the script uh, and remembering her lines. And, you know, on top of that, she's like the team captain. So, I mean, but why the pressure is on. Why can't she say Alona's name? Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I, is it but Ilona? to be honest, like, It's Ilona, right? Or is it Ilona? I, Ilona. Ilona. Like, I'm Ilona. 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 At home. Well. Jerking off all day. <laughs> but not Alana. It's not Alana. Not Alana. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, though, I, I think it's 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 better that uh, Boa, uh, in, with all of her ADHD, is mispronouncing Alana's name. It, it, it could be worse. It could be the host of the show trying to give you a, another last name, Heidi, in the oh, closet. And you For an entire season long. I don't know. Okay. So, so, so Brooke comes and, you know, she's doing her little walkthrough or he's doing his little walkthrough. Right. Gosh, I'm Brock. so confused. Yeah, Brock comes, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have a little bit of a, a like a, like a Pearl RuPaul right. moment. Do I have something on my Kai? face moment? Right? I love Do I have something on my face? 
but yeah, uh, like, I mean, she tells Kanye, you know, um, she was a little too confident last week and wants to know how she can take yeah, criticism, you know, moving forward, you know, because it's important that you don't have an answer for everything that someone says to you. You got to just sometimes just suck it up and be like, okay, all right, and move on. You know, I find that when you're up up with the judges and they are, um, and they are critiquing you, yes, you want to take their critiques. Yes, you want to be able to defend what you're doing on the runway. But this is also a performance. I think a lot of the girls forget that going up there in front of the judges is a performance. This is your, this is your show. one time to show off your personality as a drag queen and how you can roll with the punches. Because as a drag queen, you know, in the clubs you know, or on our live digital shows, um, you have to interact and keep it moving with, you know, your audience. And I, I think that uh, Kine really wasn't able to do that. Yeah. And then when, uh, when Brooklyn confronted her in this walkthrough, <laughs> Kine says, I forgive you. Record scratch, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Brooklyn was not amused. She was, not amused, honey. That side <laughs> I like. Bitch, you lucky you still here. <laughs> right? And I feel and I feel for everyone involved because I, I can understand that Kine is trying to, you know, you know, play it off, be a little you know, have a little joke and have a little fun. But you haven't nah, established that yet, baby. It's right. You haven't you ain't that close to her like that. You don't know her like that. Yes. And so. and especially for Brooke, because you know, she's new to this. You know, she's not a, like, decades career established like RuPaul, where, like, she just walks in the room and everyone, like, gags on her. Like, Brooklyn is doing... Brooklyn has to also, like, establish her authority in this situation. Absolutely. And here comes this little, like, overconfident little um queen with a busted up gold <laughs> uh, pantsuit. Uh... <laughs> Trying to come for Miss Brooklyn. Ah, uh-uh, bitch. Not on tonight. Well, we will see. Spoiler alert. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> With that, who has the last laugh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so the other group, Brooke is is sensing that Tainomi was a little bit nervous on the runway last week. And so she's. Yeah, she was kind of giving like that sure. deer in the headlights kind of moment and she needs to wake up and like be present yeah. in the competition because girl you don't you don't get another chance to make a first impression so uh very true wake up pearl well <laughs> and to be honest like when i watched the last episode tainomi seemed to be full of confidence right. and they're saying like oh you know all these queens in this workroom like oh their careers to me etc 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 and you know just the the way her she delivers her confessionals and the way that she holds herself in like the workroom in general uh i expect a lot from her so to see her kind of wavering this early on in the competition is she's she's being brought down to you know Size. even playing and field this is with what other I, queens and this is what i'll say about that again like drag race has a way of uh highlighting um your weaknesses and your insecurities. Like, it'll show exactly your experience level. I don't care how many years you've been doing drag. If you've been doing drag and all you've been doing is performing in the club, you don't have any acting or prior acting uh, skills or singing skills or anything like that, um, it's going to show and it's going to come out. Or you can be uh, natural. But either way, it's going to come out and you're going to be shown exactly who you are and what your limitations are. So it's important to kind of like humble yourself until you really get the full flavor of the Pringle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or you stack them because you, you, you don't think Pringles add to like, you know, mix your pizza flavor with your ranch flavor with your nacho cheese flavor and make your own flavors. <laughs> yeah. I want some Pringles, girl. <laughs> so they get on set. It's a green screen acting um situation and it's going to be directed by uh jeffrey boyer chapman um Mm -hmm. and team bo is up first so 
I love their little costumes, the little suffer- they're definitely, suffragette. They definitely came in with the period pieces and like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely in character. Boa definitely looks great. Um, but sh- as they're going into the challenge, she can't say her lines. She keeps forgetting and her, her team is frustrated with her. She's frustrated with herself and like it's, I can, I, I, my heart was melting for her because I know the feeling of like where you know that you are bombing and you can't not do, you can't do yeah. anything about it. And like, everything that you do just, just keeps like, just like falling no. flat. And well, I mean, this, this, like you were saying before, like, you know, this is like highlighting the fact that, you know, like acting is uh, its own beast. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, of course, like, you know, acting in, on a green screen where you have to use your imagination, you have to, like, uh, kind of figure out what there. this... Yes, girl. It's true. Yes. Motion capture suits <laughs> with, like, ping pong balls on them. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's it's a lot. And, and then, of course, you're being judged because one of the judges is there directing the, the, the scene. Yep. And, bitch, they don't have their scripts on hand. Nope. Uh, they don't got their little cheat sheets but, like we do right now. <laughs> right. So I, I was I was feeling for her and I was, you know, to be honest, like when you when you are an actor and you are in front of the camera, you you it could take you several takes to get that one right take. Yeah. Um, now, in real life situations, the audience never sees all the shitty takes that don't make it. But on Drag Race, girl, <laughs> you fuck you up. It. They want you yeah, to we see want, it. Yeah, we got to see it. We got to see it. So every single line she fucked up, we got to see. We got to see. Some of them got to be repeated. Yeah. It, it was full on like highlighting how Boa cannot remember her lines. And I, I was feeling for her because, I, you know, after last week, I, I'm rooting for her because she's uh, such a fun uh, drag queen. And to see her like come from such a high down to this, you're just like, okay, girl, okay, girl. But okay, isn't girl. that what we do and how they work it on Drag Race? One day you're up and one day you're out, bitch. So it's important who, to be... Who, um, who on that team did you enjoy watching on Team Boa? Priyanka was... Priyanka was funny to me. Uh, of course, I love Jimbo. She... Uh, I'm just a, a, a fan. Like, I'm a fan. Um... But yeah, Priyanka and Jimbo were the uh, standouts for me for that team. How about Team Anastasia? Okay, so Kiara <laughs> is a one takeover wonder. Like she nails it. Like she's she's a she's a that bitch says okay and action. And cut and seen and done, bitch. Okay, and moving done. on. Bitch, moving yeah, on. She, like, that's how you do it, bitch. Like, it, when it's right, it's right. Ain't no need to do it again. We got it. Yeah, I, I give it up for her because, like, to be honest, like, she's one of the younger queens. So I'm a little bit like, okay, sure, whatever. But she did say that she, you know, grew up around acting. So, um, so this, this just came naturally to her. And I, I, I just really enjoyed watching her just kind of let loose and like she wasn't taking it seriously because it's drag race. You can't take it seriously. Like no one expects you to be giving a Meryl Streep performance. We want to see you. Yeah. We want to see you like making fart noises and falling on your ass (laughs) and just being comical and dumb. And she did that. And she nailed it. She did that. I mean, but Jeffrey had to kind of like really babysit Tainomi, you know? Um, She needed water. Her throat was dry. Why is your throat dry, girl? You ain't saying nothing. The water you know, I, ain't gonna I help it say, flow. I, I gotta say, I, I was surprised because Tainomi is the oldest queen here. She's been doing drag for a very long time. Uh, and so I, I kind of expected her to have a little bit more uh, control over the situation. She's um, out of her element, honey. And you can tell. And it was really evident that she hasn't been in this place before. Like, in a place of insecure... Uh, insecurity where she could not even control her own body reactions like she dry mouth and the sweats and the nervousness and the 
it's I, it's the downhill slope. I know how it goes. Well, L- Latrice, now I know that you've been you've been doing drag for a million years and a half. I mean, <laughs> sixty five million years since, they, since the dinosaurs went extinct. <laughs> At um, least. Uh, when was your first? What was your first acting experience like in drag? Oh, acting experience in drag. Was it on Drag Race? Hell no, no. Um, I was in this movie, several, a couple of movies. I was in a couple of movies. Um, <laughs> they went straight to Blockbuster, back when Blockbuster was a thing. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> There's one movie called The Hustle. Um, and um, I was, you know, of course, you know, the the I was in a strip club. And watching strippers. Of course. And I was, you know, up in the front, and I was like, uh, in my deepest, sexiest voice, telling the stripper, take it off, baby, take it off. (laughs) There's one movie called My Baby's Daddy, uh, where uh, I played this, in my mind, I was fabulous, but bitch, when I tell you she was busted, she walked around. (laughs) In her mind, she was fabulous. Honey. She was walking around in capes and in the daytime in the house, just walking around in capes and robes and things, and baby looking like who did it and why with no makeup on. Uh, but girl, her partner wanted to have a, a a baby, and obviously, I didn't. So very true today. So yeah, no kids for me. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate to the character just, very well. Just the fish, girl. Just the just fish. The fish. But um, anyway, it's Elimination Day. And the t- oh, the, I love this yeah. because we really get to know some of these queens because the the challenge this week is, for the runway is uh, their their first time, like their glow up from their first times in drags. Ooh, so we get to we get to hear wait. stories from like the queens and, you know, some of their earliest memories of doing drag. Yes. Um. Kine is talking about how she was wearing makeup in high school and um, before her father died, like he started to kind of understand her a little bit more and, and, and come to accept Kine doing drag, um, which I think is, is so sweet because I, I think a lot of drag queens go through that situation. Like it's hard enough for our parents to accept our, you know, our homosexuality and our lifestyle but to then throw on a wig and, and that uh, like it really it really is uh, nerve wracking to a lot of parents because a lot of parents just don't understand and they, and they, they fear for their children, etc. Um, and then on the other side we have like Lemon and um, who was the other queen like Lemon was talking with uh, who had really supportive families. Oh, correct. Yeah, super supportive mom and dad. Yeah, um, which is. Consider yourself blessed, honey, because obviously, you know, the other side of that is Anastarza. Uh, she's, you know, she started dragging the Bahamas, um, where it is not mm. accepted. And she had uh, lots of friends uh, who had been shot and murdered during, for doing drag. Um, or, or for even being gay. I mean, that, gay. like already I was expecting a horror story because, you know, I, I, I'm familiar with some of like just the, the culture and how they treat um gay people and the, our community Absolutely. um in the caribbean but oh my gosh like it was it all of a sudden like put everything into perspective uh it it really like melted away any of my insecurities of when i came out with my family because like if things can be god awful and to hear the story of anastasia who's coming back home and had a bunch of people shooting at her car and being shot three times. Uh, that's scary. That that's is fucking scary, man. Like losing your life for something that you love and it's really bringing other people joy and just being yourself. Like to, to who, who would think that like you can die for just trying to be who you are? And I mean, she got hit three times, three bullets. And one is still in her kidney. Um, and when I tell you, like, the power of a strong, strong bitch, she drove herself to the hospital um, to save her own life. And, you know, I, I, I literally was in tears listening to that story. Um, 
And I'm so thankful that she shared the story because I want all these people around the world to know that you are privileged to have privileged and blessed to be able to celebrate and be who you are freely. And it is the people that have um, paved the way and fought and are still fighting for our rights and equality. Um, and so I'm glad that she was able to seek refuge in Canada and Canada opening up their arms uh, to her. And uh, she was able to start anew and look at her now. Continental. Fish. I look at her now. Look at her. Now she's on Drag I mean, Race. You know, it's just. It's crazy. crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy to hear this, especially in this day and age. Um, uh, and I know like, you know, like. We feel powerful when we put on these wigs and these outfits um, and it brings us a lot of strength. And it's still crazy to think that people are still so upset that someone can be their true self that they want to cause them harm Harm. or kill them. They're not doing nothing to you. We're not doing anything to you. We over here doing our little podcast. Now, why should I have to die because I'm in drag doing a podcast? That is ridiculous. Like... It's bringing people joy, and um, Anastasia, you are a strong and powerful queen. We love you, and um, yeah, I'm. And I'm, thank you so much for sharing your story. Absolutely, I, I, it puts it puts a lot of things into perspective for all of us queens whining about like the little shit. Um, so, Count your I, I give it up to Anastasia. People. Yes, so thank you so much. All right. On that note, let's take a break so we can like dry our eyes and like refix our mascara. Um, and we'll be right back, guys. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood... 
Check out Movies Baby with five Y's. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint. The name of two months and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! And we are back! Uh, with the chop, with Patrice and Vanilla. So, we are having our second ever runway. We got our judges looking fine as fuck. Um, and our new guest host. Extra Jade, special guest host. Extra special guest host from Shadowhunters on uh, Freeform, ABC Family, or whatever you want to call it. Jade Hasune. He's a little cutie. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. He looks tiny. You know, my husband is short, so I like, I, like little, <laughs> I like them little pocket gays, you know. Fits in your carry-on. You can take it to the club. <laughs> Saves on baggage fees. I understand, honey. <laughs> now, I don't know. Last week, I was bitching and moaning about the, the celebrity guest host. But for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's because, like, he a homo. Or maybe it's because he's cute. But it was, this one was, a, or maybe just because I'm getting used to it, but <laughs> this guest host was a little bit easier to swallow. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind swallowing this one either, honey. <laughs> so, let's get to the runway. Um, so, our runway is, a, I think this is, like, a really, really fun runway challenge. This is a, like, a glow up from your very first times in drags. <laughs> Uh, so we get to see, I, which I love because we get to see these like old retro photos of these queens and their, like their little like disposable camera click and like, right. take to the one hour photo, get duplicates printed so you can give them to your friends. Um, yeah, I love this. What'd you think of this challenge? Oh my God. I was, I'm here for it because I love to see the glow up because it's real i mean it's, we yeah. thought we were turning it back in the day with our little and little, they were and, and they were. were and they were for back in the day but honey if we had known the things that we know now we would have been a lot further off in our lives and our careers but um i was glad to see um the little baby pictures because um it kind of shows you where they're coming from and yeah. how true they are to their characters today so um I really, I really like seeing the glow up because it was really cool. Cause like when first they turn the corner and you see their outfit and they all look beautiful, but then they, then they show the picture like the before yeah. picture. And it's really cool to see like the, the difference. Oh, um, but honey, what are some that, of the, what are some of the ones that like stood out to you? Oh my God. Lemon and those legs, that dress, that, that velvet Ooh. gown was just sensational on her. And her legs all the way up to her forehead. I was like, bitch, that split on that dress was so sexy. And her body is so right. Um, I was totally here for it. She looked gorgeous. The hair was laid. Um, Makeup impeccable. So Lemon definitely was high marks for me. Um, I I really liked Rita Baga. Uh, she had the sunflowers. Oh, that turned out lovely too. Yeah, I like, and then I loved because they showed the original, and you could tell like bitch went to the dollar store and bought like <laughs> ten whole dollars worth of sunflowers, and she like hot glued them to whatever dress she had. But now it was like the glow up was real, honey. She had like the oversized sunflowers on her shoulders, the little ones on her waist. I really liked seeing like how much she's evolved because also Rita Bega has been doing drag. Uh, longer than some some of these other girls, so Correct. it is nice. There, there's a there's more of a of a glow up because there's right. more time that's gone by. Right. 
And of course, Jimbo did not disappoint that zombie cheerleader Halloween look. Oh yeah, um, with the pigtail, yeah. re- the pigtail reveals, honey. Ah, yes. did that not disappoint. That reminded me of that one scene in Priscilla Queen of the Desert when they do that little uh shake group thing, group thing, and they take the, uh-huh. they take the little pigtails off. I love that because honestly, like I I I know that girl, like the before picture. I know that queen. Yeah, like, yeah. Just the ripped up fishnets, just like the blood, just looking like a hot mess, like passed out on the staircase. I live for that. What, uh, was, uh... what are the ones that you didn't really like? Which ones did you not feel? Ah. Uh... Um, kind like yeah. was basic. Uh, that was yeah, no, be- yeah, no bueno. Right? Yeah, Girl, no bueno. especially especially because it was referencing like Ursula from The Little Mermaid, and I was like, like no, ma'am, no, ma'am, yeah, you gotta go big, no. honey, Ursula, honey. You... Yeah, no. it, it, it. I mean, I liked I liked her her makeup. I thought the purple makeup was was well done. But the rest of the outfit just was just. Well, the, the gag was that the judges were like, um, we liked your before better than your now. <laughs> that's the read. Bitch, that's the oh, read of reads, honey. Like, you you didn't glow up, bitch. You glue back. I mean, you, you turn out the lights, bitch. Like, I don't know what happened, but they were like, not featuring. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what do you think of Tainomi? Oh, she, she had, had the, she had the gray one with the, with the hood and the ponytail. Oh, looking like John of Arc or whatever, the, the medieval whatever with the hood. Yes, the Crusaders. I... Search for the Holy Grail. Yeah, no, I don't get it. Like, I didn't get it. I mean, I wasn't completely offended, but I did not get it. Um, no? See, uh, I actually liked it. I, I might really... have would have liked it with a boot or something, not with them pumps. Yeah, I think I think that's where the problem came in. Was it was the the weird, you know, seven ninety nine fishnets, um, the the the, the random just pump. It should have been a stronger, a stronger boot. look. You got armor. Or... It feel like armor up the top, you know, from head to shoulder, and then we got, and then it was just like you know, business hooker on the corner <laughs> from the waist down. Yeah, I think that's where it lost me. Yeah. And also that ponytail, honey. I, come on, Tainomi. Could we get a, an extra pack of hair in Bitch, that ponytail? There was like three strands of hair coming out of the back of that <laughs> thing. And they got caught in the sequence. So I was like, well, where oh, is the Oh, see, hair? that's the other thing. Us yeah, I queens, was like. No, when you're wearing long hair and you're wearing sequins, it is a nightmare. Yeah, a nightmare. so that wasn't very well thought out. But we live and learn. <laughs> Bitch. Now, Scarlet coming out on the runway and then eating fire, bitch. Like, who does oh, yeah. that? Now, that's the first in drag history. That is the first. Dress- Although, I got I got to say that I do remember um, Ivy Winters, who was also a trained uh, juggler, a tra- trained circus mm-hmm. clown and fire eater. And she also can throw knives and hit... A mark so like she could throw knives at my head and miss my head or not miss my head if she wanted to or not um but i do remember her telling me that she just didn't tell the producers she didn't give the producers enough time to get the fire marshal in um so i was so happy to see scarlet bobo come out there and do the fire tricks because it hasn't been done on drag race yet well good yeah she and- did it too she, she did it with with ease that means she must have a real Real wet, moist mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, honey. And after all that fire, it's nice and warm too. I so mean, when you put things inside so of it, it's like hot, just like a fiery, hot, hot moist saliva. Yeah. And those big lips she has. Okay, Scarlet Bubble, we can we both gonna be calling you so that we can uh we can uh do an OnlyFans account with you. <laughs> we gonna pimp you out, ho. Okay, so uh, I love this. I love this thing because we got to see the glow up of the girls. I got. To, I feel like we got to know them a lot better. Like just just from like being in the workroom and talking about their past and their struggles, and now seeing the pictures of their past and how much they struggled putting makeup on. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
so now it's time for us to watch their final uh, Heritage performances. And... Okay. So first up, we have Boa's team, the Muffajabets. The Muffajabets. And, you know, Priyanka and Jimbo, like I said, they were the standout performers for me. And, um, yeah, the rest of the team kind of just kind of let themselves down. I, I, didn't, I didn't get, I was like, what happened? What's going on? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so good for Priyanka and Jimbo. Uh, yeah, my overall, I thought that one just had a really weird pace. Um, and I don't know if that's like the editing or if it was the direction or if it was like the performance, but it just felt it felt super slow. Yeah. Um, th- well, that's because like, they didn't know their lines. <laughs> uh, true. That's true. So, I mean, so I guess I guess that's what they that, had to work like, with. Like, if you gotta wait for the line, bitch. Yeah, it's gonna. Throw off the pacing just a little bit, but thank God because for, uh, the other team, I think their theirs was much more successful and more entertaining. I laughed honest. a lot. Kiara Lemon, hilarious. Um, yeah, almost oh Lemon. Lemon I, killed it. Yes, she did. But Kiara was like, for me, um, that bitch was so stupid. She just <laughs> threw herself like threw herself completely into it, like full out. Um, so I, I really enjoyed her performance. Yeah, I think that was fantastic as well. So as they um, get the, we get to find out who's safe, and it's Anastasia, Ilona, Rita, and Scarlett. They're all safe queens. Okay, so, I, I, I agree with that. I'm I agree cool with, with that. that. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. So now the judges are critiquing the girls. Uh, they loved Lemon's performance, like we did, um, yep. which is great because she had a bad week last week. So to see her, you know, rise from the ashes and uh, perform well was was nice to see. Uh, Tainomi, they just they didn't they weren't feeling the outfit. No, um, they they liked her presentation on the runway. They thought it was better than the deer in the headlights from the last episode, but her acting was. As expected, Mom. yeah, it Mom. it was it was not the tea, girl. It was not the tea. So she's she's uh she's at risk, honey. Right. Um, and then they had Kiara, who they they thought did did pretty well in the acting challenge. Although they they think that she was kind of uh a little bit more like a little forgettable, you know. I I now I what I now this is what I want to do because it's delicate and I want to not. Uh, make sure that I'm um, making light of something that is more serious than it is. But, um, you know, she's being critiqued on her runway walk. And baby, that walk is special. So I didn't know whether it was like a medical condition or (laughs) she just came walking here. So, okay, yeah. Uh yeah, especially after watching her walk last week. Um, I mean Well, here's the here's the deal. For Stacey McKenzie to be giving you tips on how to walk or runway is something that hopefully Kiara uh will be able to um you know, she'll be able to like, you know, you know, learn from because she's sickening. She, she I I love I like Kiara. She did a great job. I liked her her entire look. Although honestly, like she only started drag like six months ago. So like her look literally was literally the same look. So um Well she walks we like a Bo- baby deer. So yeah, yeah she gotta work on that. Um then we have Boa, who I thought was fantastic. I thought I thought she looked sickening. She looked good. But but baby, but like after last week's uh, runway presentation, where she was able to show off a lot of her personality, I think that they they had a little bit higher expectations than her just you know walking down the runway and modeling. well that and you know her you can tell her spirit was totally diminished from knowing that she did not do better good looking in the challenge and she ah. she really was the weakest link as the team captain you know. So. Yeah, but I, I I don't I don't buy it because like like Priyanka was this, had the kind of the same like attitude. She was like, well, if I sucked in the thing, well, I'm gonna stomp that runway like right. I'm a supermodel. So hopefully that'll save me. Um, but yeah, her her runway look was kind of a little slow. They they were like, Jesus Christ, uh, she's she t- taking her time. She took forever, baby, to get down that runway. But yeah, it definitely was the slowest walk ever. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't blame her though, because like you only get to walk that runway like I that mean, one time. So know. like you really want to milk that. Let those people, let the judges get into the look. Um, our tops are. Jimbo, Kiara, Priyanka, and Lemon. We got yes. four tops here. Okay, they can, they can start their own doo-wop band. I girl. mean, the four, not the four tops. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, and the winner this this episode is Lemon. Lemon from bottom to top. Yes, work it out. She's bitch. a burst queen. We love a verse. A nice little prize of makeup, which is good because wasn't she saying that she didn't have enough makeup when she came into this competition? Was well, that her? she does now, honey, because you will get your fill of Anastasia Beverly Hills, darling, valued Girl, at five thousand dollars, honey. Canadian. Get all of. Uh, <laughs> 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 No, girl, I, I literally, when we went to All Stars, we, we were given, like, these giant makeup cases of, uh, of Anastasia. Like, we have the whole with, line. With every like shade we... you can think of, everything. Girl, I still can't, I still can't get rid of it fast oh, enough. Oh, no, no, really. I still, so, like... Lemon, you go have makeup for a while. So, Trust. I'm expecting to see some good looks You'll from you fine, in the future, yeah. okay? You'll be real fine. Our bottom two, girl. Who's our bottom two? Our bottom two um, is Kine and Tainomi. Accurate. What do you, okay, I expected Tainomi to be in the bottom because sure. she she, sure. she wasn't. But Kine, I, I was not expecting Kine to be in the bottom from her performance. But maybe maybe it was because her runway was her so runway <laughs> put her down there um, because okay. she she was teetering on safe because I did not hate her in the thing uh, in the little performance, but I kind of felt like it was a week late. She should have been in the bottom last week. But I feel like it was like a whole like, uh, you're, you're um I'm sorry, you're you're forgiven, you're in the bottom. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Well, that probably is true. That is it. You're forgiven. I mean... Well, you are going home. How about that? So, uh... <laughs> so, so our lip sync song is. If you could read my mind. Jonathan uh, Enrique, that uh, used to be the jam back in the day. That was a jam. Okay, first of all, I love Alternate. Uh, I Amber, love Alternate. Of course. Okay. And Jocelyn Enriquez is one of my favorites because she's Filipina like me. Baby. So like, And she got a voice on her. They and I wish that the bitch would have come up with more albums. I love this lip sync. I thought the two of them did a great job at the lip sync. Yeah. I did too. Uh uh, I I really liked because because there's three there's three singers in the song so like the the girls had a lot to work pick with apart. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well Tainomi wins the lip sync and so she gets to stay for another week and that unfortunate and, and of course she's having a little bit of a breakdown uh, and this is where I was like okay it's time for her to go when <laughs> Kine got up there she's like stop crying this is my moment. Girl! <laughs> it was like when L- Laganja Astrology was like, this is my moment! I feel very attacked! <laughs> Girl. Oh, my word. Yeah, it was time for her to exit the building, honey. And thank you very much. Uh, please see the uh, receptionist yeah. on the way out. Do not, do not pass go. Yes. Do not collect the two hundred dollars. Do not. Um, just, just punch it, honey. But the one thing that I will say is that finally, Kine understood she that she was not the shit. You know what I mean? She knew oh. she lost that lip sync. Well, she honey, knew she was going home. Yeah. Well. Unlike yeah. last time where she's like, I'm very happy with my performance. I'm, I really like my outfit. Not on tonight. I forgive you. <laughs> we do too. Now, sachet away. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, and all jokes aside, um, I commend these uh, girls for uh, their bravery and their entertainment value because I'm highly entertained. And also for them being so vulnerable and open and, and sharing um, their life struggles, you know, especially, uh, you know, in particular, Anastasia. Um, so, uh, yeah, I hope they continue this this track of uh, 
entertainment, entertainment, uh, because this is what the world needs right now. We all need a little bit of happiness. And girl, and we joy. are getting it. And I'm I get my full and, joy. I'm a little sad because like we're already two episodes into uh, Canada's Drag Race, which means that there's only a few more. <laughs> there's only That's a few it. more left. There's like six Don't more episodes, ten more episodes. Um, well, that does it for uh, our review of uh, of episode two of Canada's Drag Race. Thank you so much for listening to The Chop with Latrice and me, Manila. Uh, um, we have new episodes every Monday, so make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. Yes, and of course, uh, please, let we, we want to learn as much as we can about our sisters up north. So if you have any comments or anything, please reach out to us, uh, correct us if we're wrong, inform us of, um, you know, the, the tax situation up there in Canada uh, or, <laughs> or whatever darling. commercials you guys have on TV. So you can email us at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. That's latriceandmanila at gmail.com. We look ooh, forward ooh. to reading your, your emails and your comments. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. Make sure you follow us uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next week when we find out who gets the chop. The chop is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Creative Canada, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Canada's drag race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their prospective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. The chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Balai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.